Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Luke 24, verse 11, Luke 24, verse 11. Luke 24, verse 11. Once you found it, won't you shout amen? amen? If you can't find it, say, Lord, help me. Amen. Bless. Luke 24, verse 11. Let's read it together out loud with lifted voices. Luke 24, verse 11. Come on, read it out loud. But they didn't believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. I want to hear all the women in this room read it out loud. Come on, let's read it. But they didn't believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. I want the whole church, brothers and sisters, let's read it out loud together with vim, vigor, and vitality. But they didn't believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to preach for a little while today. You ain't got to believe me. Amen. Look, look at the person beside you. Tell them, I ain't trying to convince nobody of nothing. Come on, look them in the eye. Tell them, you ain't got to believe me. Look at the person on the other side. Tell them, you got every right to be wrong. You, you, ain't, you ain't got to believe me. The highest grossing sports movie of all time is the blockbuster hit Creed. It's sensational on many levels considering it's produced by the same brother who did Wakanda, Ryan Coogler. And it stars two brilliant, beautiful black brothers, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors. Off screen, an American horror story almost unraveled that plays into the demented narrative of black male hypersexualization towards white women. It's under this conjured paranoia that got Emmett Till killed for simply whistling. Jonathan Majors was in a cab with a Caucasian woman he's dating who then, after being dropped off, had him arrested for assault. The entire industry and social media community without pause was clearing their throat to cancel him until his lawyer threw a flag on the field with the receipts of the text messages the alleged victim sent him admitting to fabrication and apologizing for adversely impacting his career. The text, however, didn't retract the damage to his image 
or to his business. To be clear, Jonathan Majors was guilty until proven innocent only because a non-melanated woman was involved. I tremble. I tremble at the glaring data from the Department of Justice that indicates black females starting at 12 have higher experiences of rape, partner violence, and assault than white women, Asian women, and Latina, but they do not report it because they believe it will be hard to convince people that it has happened to them. Family members will tell them to be quiet. Rap music suggests that they like it. The corner glorifies it. And too many churches tell our women just pray about it. Our sisters have something to say and we need to not just listen to them, but believe them. If we had listened to a black woman, if we had listened to a black woman, Clarence Thomas would have never gone to the Supreme Court. If we had listened to a black woman, Stacey Abrams would be the governor right now. If we had listened to a black woman, Meg the Stallion would not have to go in the hiding of shame while your son was downloading the album of Tory Lanez. If we had listened to a woman, Trump would have never gone to the White House. If we had listened to a woman, a whole lot of these black churches wouldn't be empty, but you would rather listen to a man who is not prepared with no oil, with no prayer life, than a woman who has consecrated herself to hear what thus saith the Lord. But God has sent you on this day to alert you. This is a season you gonna hear what sisters got to say. And I believe that there's some black women in this room who are about to clear your throat because what you got to say is getting ready to change the environment. It's gonna change culture. It's gonna change history. It's gonna change generational curses. It's gonna change your finances. No longer will women have to be silent. God rose so that women will be able to have their voice. I wanna hear black women in this room make some noise like you know what you have to say is valuable and what you have to say is important. Yesterday it was raining, it was overcast, it was 40 degrees outside. Our political director Quincy Gamble said to me, Pastor, you can't be out here in this rain. I know that you want to serve. I know that you want to be a part of it, but you can't be out in this inclement weather because it's going to impact your voice. You can't be in any environment that is going to try to silence what you have to say. I don't know where you are. God is now shifting the space where you work. He's getting ready to clear some things out of those who have tried to stifle your thought process, your opinion, and your ideas. 
I declare, I don't know whether you're a man or a woman, but God says today while you are in worship, I am changing the environment so that they can hear what you have to say like they have never heard it before. I need you to please equip a power and affirm whoever is beside you and tell them your voice is important. Look at somebody, tell them your voice is necessary. What you have to say is going to change structures, it's gonna change policy, it is gonna change government, and it is going to change the next generation. For the last season of your life, the enemy has been trying to silence you, but God said clear your throat. Whatever it is that you've been trying to say, it is about to be heard. And God said when you open up your mouth, you ain't gotta be cute, you ain't gotta be demure, you ain't gotta play low, you ain't gotta be on the dim light, but God said scream it if you got to. But the anointing on your life will be heard in the earth realm. I need you to open up your mouth if you know you got an idea, you got a concept, you got a modification, you got an innovation, and if your voice is ever heard, things will begin to shift. Let's set the record straight. Some of you are saying, Pastor, it ain't Women's Day. It ain't Mother's Day. This ain't the Woman Now Loose Conference. Why are you talking about women on Resurrection Sunday? I gotta talk about women on Resurrection Sunday because if it wasn't for women, there'd be no Easter. God, y'all ain't saying nothing. While the disciples were asleep, the women got up early in the morning and got to the tomb and said, I wanna see if he's gonna do just what he said. Easter, resurrection, defies wisdom, and it goes against the grain of a misogynistic history book. Yes, we know Jesus was crucified, but when he rose again, the sacred text tells us that the people did not believe. And they did not believe, watch this, the women because they thought it sounded like nonsense. I'm telling you, people are gonna have to stop playing these sisters cheap. Y'all ain't saying that it's more to them than hair and weave and curve. Y'all ain't saying nothing. It's all right to be pretty, but I want you to be pretty and brilliant, pretty and articulate, pretty and a critical thinker. They thought what the women were saying was nonsense. Now I need you to understand who thought what the women were saying was nonsense. This isn't atheists, it's not heretics, it's not skeptics, it's not pessimists, but it's bona fide believers. It's the disciples who didn't want to hear it. They had been around Jesus for three years and still thought what the women were saying was nonsense. They saw him multiply fish and bread. 
They saw him recover sight for those who were blind. They saw him restore flexibility to limbs. They saw a woman dry up who had an issue of blood, but they could not get it in their minds that the word they needed was getting ready to come from a woman. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You can't use the language that all women are bees and hoes. Watch this, because your mama is a woman. Your sister is a woman. Your daughter is a woman. And we got to go to a place of respecting our women, protecting our women, and listening to our women. They thought what the women were saying was nonsense. That there's no way Jesus has resurrected because some people cannot see you in their minds recovered. Some people can see you giving them money, but they never think about how hard you had to work in order to get it. They feel very comfortable asking you for help, but they never have enough grace to ask, do you need anything? They think your whole life is gonna fall apart because they left but they don't understand that I was all right before I ever met you. People do not have to believe in your level of self-sufficiency, but you got what it takes to get back up from whatever tried to kill you. They didn't believe in you. Come on, DJ Khaled, but God did. There's somebody in this place that's been underestimated your entire life. And that's why when you walk in room, folk look at you like they shocked and surprised because they never thought you would look this good after all the hell that you've been through. Would you look at your neighbor and say, surprise, I'm still doing good. Surprise, they never paid me back, but I'm still eating every day. Surprise, I'm a single parent, but my children are all right. Surprise, I don't have a degree, but I got a better job than you. Surprise! Hallelujah. I want you to be seated for one moment. I need you to be seated for one moment. When Jesus was crucified, soldiers had to hold his body down. Another soldier had to nail his hands. Another soldier had to nail his feet. Another soldier put a crown of thorns on his head. It took a whole lot of people to crucify Jesus. But when he rose again, he rose by himself. There are those of you who better get ready because if you have gone through a season with no support, if you've gone through a season with no affirmation, if you've gone through a season where your own family wouldn't help you because God says I'm giving you the oil to get back up on your own, your next blessing will not require a cosigner. The next thing you need from God, you will not need a 
letter of recommendation. God said you did bad all by yourself, but get ready to rise to the next level. I'm talking to those of y'all that don't have no prayer partner. You ain't got no good morning text. You ain't got nobody pushing you to go to the next level, but you like that little broken chain at the bottom of the hill that just tells yourself, I think I care. I think I care. I think I care. Look at your neighbor. Tell him I'm just preaching to me today. I think I care. Start this business. I think I care. Close on this house. I think I care. Go back to school. I think I care. Not only did they not believe the sisters, but they dismissed it as nonsense. They thought what these worshiping women was declaring was nonsense. And I'm grateful for that because you have to bear in mind that faith is synonymous with nonsense. The core of our theology is nonsense. A virgin teenage girl, never penetrated by a man, gives birth to a child, is nonsense. Turning water in the wine is nonsense. Man are falling from the sky in the desert is nonsense. Walking on water is nonsense. A woman died bleeding for 18 years and not dying is nonsense. So the very fact that the disciples thought the idea of resurrection was nonsense is applaudable. If what you are thinking about does not sound crazy, God is not involved. When you speak your dream, let people think you are delusional. Get ready for people to respond by saying, how in the world is this going to happen? I need you to just scratch your head, scratch your head and say, this don't make sense. Come on, it don't make sense. Scratch your head, this don't make sense that I'm getting a new car with bad credit. God, y'all ain't saying that. It don't make sense that the seller is gonna eat all of the closing costs. It don't make sense that God is giving me give my child a scholarship when they don't have the GPA. It don't make sense that they were accepted into the school with a less than stellar GPA. For 50 of y'all to scream, it don't make sense that the doctor can't find nothing in the x-ray. It don't make sense. Look at the person beside you and say, you may want to scoot over some because the shout I'm getting ready to give God is because I'm praising him for something that don't make sense. I gotta praise him for what eyes haven't seen, for what ears haven't heard. If your praise makes sense, you might as well not give it at all. But I need the redeemed of God to give God glory for something that don't make sense. Huh. Huh. 
Jesus was crucified in public, but he rose again in private. Hallelujah. I think I just missed it. I better give it to you again. Jesus was crucified in public, but he rose again in private. Your rebound will not come with a photo op. When you get up this time, y'all ain't saying nothing. You ain't doing it for the ground. You do not have to go back and forth with people who never expected you to make a comeback. God said, I know you are in church right now, but I want you to praise me like you're in private. I need you to give me glory like you're walking around your bedroom. I, I need you to shout like you're sitting in the car by yourself. I need you to magnify him like something big. God is getting ready to make sense out of the nonsense of your life. He's going to make sense out of your childhood trauma. He's going to make sense of your bitter divorce. It's gonna make sense of the layoff you didn't anticipate. It's gonna make sense of the bankruptcy that you didn't file. He's gonna make sense why it is that they found disease and sickness in your body. Look at your neighbor, tell them God's getting ready to make sense of it all. I know you don't know why you're going through it. I know it feels like it's unfair, but God's getting ready to make sense of all of it. Jesus one day was walking and he got a text message that said, come quick. The one you love, Lazarus, is sick unto death. And Jesus said, he ain't gonna die from it. Let me make sense of what Lazarus is going through. He's only going through it because I need him to give me some glory. I don't know where my worshipers are. You don't understand why the last 18 months of your life have almost driven you over the cliff. God said, I had to go through all of that just so you can give me some glory. If you ain't been through nothing, don't give him none. But if you know you owe him glory, I dare to lift up your voice. I dare to open up your mouth. I dare to cry out under God something. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I feel glory coming in three minutes. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. I owe him glory. I owe him praise. I owe him thanksgiving. Because he could have left me for dead. But he gave me another chance. I shouldn't even be in here today. But looking back over my life, I had some good days and had some bad days. I think y'all don't understand what I'm telling you. You owe him some glory. Would you give him what you owe him? I said, give him what you owe him. What's wrong with you? Give him what you owe him. You thought you lost your son. Give him what you owe him. You thought you lost your mind. Give him. 
And for the last time, I need you to be seated. Would you be seated, please? For the last time. Hallelujah. I owe him glory. Hallelujah. I owe him praise. I owe him honor. He's been better than good to me. Hallelujah. I don't care that you're rolling your eyes. I owe him this. You don't know how they treated me, how they mishandled me, how they underestimated. I owe him this. You don't even know when I bet it against myself. I owe him this. You, you don't understand the dumb decisions I knew I was making. And they looked at the women. And when they looked at the women, they said, this is nonsense. We don't believe you. But I need you to notice the grace of these sisters is that they didn't argue with them. They didn't try to convince them. The evidence spoke for itself. And God says, this is the hour of your life where you owe nobody an explanation. If they don't believe what you're getting ready to walk into, Tell them if you don't believe me, just watch. Because something is getting ready to happen for praisers. Non-praisers, I don't even know why you came today. For praisers, something is getting ready to happen. God said, start your engines. Because in three days, whatever they thought you weren't gonna have, you getting ready to get it in a moment. Now, I ask you to be seated. You didn't listen to me. I need you to be seated because you're going to miss the flow of what's getting ready to happen. Jesus chose 12 disciples and all of them were men. God help me. And having to do it all over again, I just got the itchy suspicion he would have put a sister in the crew. God help me. He says, if you're faithful over a few things, I'm going to make you ruler over many. Hallelujah. God says, a blessing is getting ready to hit this house. It's getting ready to bless the people who are online. I wonder if y'all going to respond right about it. But he said, the blessing that's getting ready to come next is going to hit the women first. God help me because they've had to suffer in silence. I don't know where the women are in this room, but I need women, y'all ain't saying nothing, who need God to perform a miracle in the next 72 hours. I don't know what you need God to lift, but you better bust the devil's eardrum right open. I need you to cry out loud, cause there's something Hallelujah. There's something that's due. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. He said, I'm getting ready to do something for a woman in this room who's worried about her son. God help me, who's getting ready to lose their house. They got something going on with their body. Because they came to see me first. 
I'm getting ready to take care of what's going on in their life. Women, you done came last for the last time in your life. But get ready for first place. But the thing I love about it is that there was no competition between the women. The women went together and were blessed together. Every sister find another sister and say the blessing that's coming to me is getting ready to hit you too. What God's getting ready to do for my child, he's getting ready to do for your children. What God's getting ready to do for my health, he's getting ready to do for your health. I dare every woman in this room to shout for your sisters. Hey, hey, hey. I can't hear nobody. Open up your mouth. You ought to shout right now. You ought to lift him right now. You ought to give him glory. Oh my God. Says I need, hallelujah. For the women who are gonna shout. Brothers, I don't want you to think you're left out. He says I'm getting ready to bless the women. Because the men in your life are getting ready to rise. I can't hear nobody. Every man that is connected to you who recognizes the oil that's on your life is getting ready to go to another level. I need men in this room who believe that your income is going to another level. Your lifestyle is going to another level. Your son is going to another level. I need you to scream right now like black men are getting ready to rise. Black sons are getting ready. close I close by telling you this I close by telling you this um, Tamika and I are going to Tennessee next week or so staying with uh, our dear brothers who've been expelled from the state house in Tennessee um, they voted two black men out of the state house and let the white woman stay. Y'all mad, I'm just reading the news. And uh, they forgot to read a small little caveat in the Constitution that they put them out, but they can't keep them out. God, y'all ain't saying nothing. So by next Monday, they should be back in office in the presence of the people who thought they could get rid of them. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You only got one praise left and y'all better tear the roof off this church. God lift me so my enemies gotta look up to me. God lift me to the folk that doubted me will have to see me restore. God lift me. You don't have to believe me. You ain't got to believe me. 
but I'm going to be debt free. God, I, I got the wrong church. You ain't got to believe me, but there's a millionaire in my future. You ain't got to believe me, but I ain't going to spend the rest of my life by myself. You ain't got to believe me. My business is about to take off. I don't know where you are, but today don't convince nobody of nothing. If you believe God for something crazy, open up your mouth and give God. I can't hear you. I believe him. I believe him. God said it. I believe it. It's already done. I want you to give two people a high five and tell them I believe it. Uh, I believe it. Find somebody. I believe it. Everything I prayed for, everything I asked for, Everything that I wrote down, I believe it. Open up your mouth. No weapon that is formed against you shall be able to prosper. I believe it. In the time of trouble, he will hide me. I believe it. He will supply all of my needs. I believe it. Lift up that hand. Come on, lift up that hand. I believe him for the ridiculous. I believe God for offensive blessings. Stuff that's going to make other people mad. I believe God for what nobody else in my family has. I believe God for what I was scared to pray for out loud. I believe that my children are going to be okay. Uh, Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I hope only 5,000 of y'all are shouting. I believe no sickness will take my body prematurely. I believe it. I speak of every lifted hand that over the next three days, you will bump into undeniable, irrefutable evidence that God has given you something ridiculous. I pray for checks in the mail. I pray for a phone call. I pray that God will whisper your name to influential people. I pray that the doctor will change his report. I pray, watch this, I feel this in my spirit, that the next three days you only got two things coming, y'all better shout over it, good news. Come on, I can't hear nobody. I dare you to shout that over the next three days, only two words are coming. Good news. I speak over every lifted hand that your daughter will never have to hide her voice, will never have to hide her intelligence, 
will never have to hide her brilliance. I pray over every lifted hand that whatever man you are connected to, that that man will rise to his full self. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I speak over your cousins, over your nephew, over your brother, over your godson. They're rising out of addiction and low self-esteem and absence of motivation. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm praying that God will help him rise to be the priest of his home. And those of you who need no further convincing that what God has for you is going to begin to manifest in the next three days. If you believe it, will you give God a shout of triumph? Come on, I can't hear anybody. I said, open up your mouth. I gotta get out of here. I need you to embrace three people around here. Tell them I believe it for you. I believe it for you. I believe it for you. I want you standing. I believe it for you. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.